is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, hey, um... Hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. So if it's all COI, no ROI, then all you have is a great idea. If it's all ROI and no COI, you probably don't have their interest in the first place. So you need a healthy mix of both and you have to get the order right. So what do you do to maximize that emotional connection? It's really good questions in discovery. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name is Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Today, I want to go a little deeper into this concept, into this rule that people buy emotionally first and then justify their purchases logically later. And you are probably doing something fundamentally incorrect in your sales process that is stalling your progress. It is killing your deals before they even start. And as I get into this, I want to give a shout out to Maria Bross, who um, actually started this whole thread in my mind uh, several months ago when she sent me a message. And we started going back and forth a little bit, as we occasionally do, uh, with this idea of cost of inaction or COI versus return on investment, ROI. And she was asking me about prospecting and strategy and, you know, what, what do you think about this, Jeff? We've started to shift things a little bit in our own process. I'm just curious where you weigh in. And um, the more she and I went back and forth, the more I thought, hey, there's, there's a piece here. There's an idea. There's something I could write about here. And so I put that on the blog a few months ago. Um, there's going to be a link in the show notes to Maria's LinkedIn profile. If you're not following her now, you should be. And uh, I'm also going to link to that piece because it goes into a little more detail. And uh, you got my thoughts. You've got my, my writing behind this. So I wanted to reintroduce this concept in the podcast today because the thing that you're probably doing wrong is leading with ROI. And most people do this because you're taught to do this. And I think it's fundamentally incorrect because you are trying to logic your way into emotion. You can't really do that, not with any regularity. People are bored by facts and figures and statistics, right? But what they're inspired by is an emotional connection to the decision. So what you need to do is not forget about ROI because you need it. And I'll get into why you need it in a minute, but you need to leave it where it belongs, which is closer to the end of your sales process and move instead toward the cost of inaction, the COI. So what you're doing with COI is building that emotional tension. You are helping your prospect recognize the business case for change. Now, ROI is going to come later. That's the reward that they get when they justify their emotional purchase. But 
They need to know what happens when they win. They need to know what doesn't happen if they don't get this done. They need to know what becomes possible if they can get to where they want to be as a business, as a, a person, depending on what it is that you're selling, if you're selling a personal solution or a business solution. But everything that you do in your prospecting, in your discovery, even in the first part of your presentation or your recommendation that you're making should be based around the emotions surrounding this decision. This is where, I, you said this before, you, no tension, no sale. That tension needs to be around the cost of inaction. They need to know that this is a decision they need to make. It doesn't mean that it needs to be with you just yet. And I want to be careful to point that out. You're not twisting their arm talking to them about your solution just yet. You are getting them emotionally invested in making the decision. One of the biggest reasons that, that most pipelines are bloated, one of the biggest reasons that deals don't close, they slow down, they stall out, is because there's no tension, there's no emotion in that decision. There's no reason for them to keep moving. That cost of inaction is too big for them to stop. They should continue through their buying process. That's what you want to get them involved in. But here's the other part, and here's where you're not wrong to use ROI. You're just using it at the wrong point in time in your process. With all that COI and, and all that emotion built up, they're ready to move forward. But if there's not a clear return on investment, they're at risk for something even more emotional, and that is failure, right? So there needs to be that justification, if everything is about the cost of inaction, if everything is about you should do this and you should pick this up and you should stop doing this or you should make this change, whatever that is, well, without a clear return on investment, that's just a good idea. And good ideas that don't have returns on investment don't often get made. Those decisions don't often get made. If you're making a case with just a return on investment, there's not enough emotion in it to make the decision. It doesn't have their interest. Right? So if it's all COI, no ROI, then all you have is a great idea. If it's all ROI and no COI, you probably don't have their interest in the first place. So you need a healthy mix of both and you have to get the order right. So what do you do to maximize that emotional connection? It's really good questions in discovery. It's making them feel connected to you. It's making them feel as if you have an understanding of their situation. It's creating that tension. It's creating that context. It's demonstrating your expertise. And it's also creating that feeling of comfort that they can move forward, provided that the math works out. And then you come in with a beautiful ROI that says, if you make this decision now, it's going to cost you X, but you're going to profit Y at the end of the day. And that's also going to enable that why amount of profit is also going to enable you to invest in the company's future. That's the way things should flow. But if you just lead with spend X with us and you'll get Y, they're not going to have any context for why that means anything to them. And that's why you're setting yourself up on the wrong foot. You're skipping an important part of the sales process. You can't just lead to the win. There's a lot that you have to get done and you have to get established before you get to that point. So I want you to continue to think about this. I want you to continue about how I want you to continue to think about how important emotional tension is in your process and how you can add more of it, how you can increase the amount of it throughout your sales process in order to maximize your prospects' willingness to make a decision.
Now, I also want to just hint at something here too. This is something I've been thinking about and playing with for the last several weeks, ever since I had a conversation with one of my reps about this. Tension and emotion are very complex things. And what a lot of sales reps are taught to do is to increase or exacerbate the amount of pain in the, 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 the prospect's mind, right? We want them to feel so uncomfortable with their current situation that the nearest and most obvious point of relief is by buying something from you to make that pain go away. Well, here's the thing. When it comes to tension, you also have to have some kind of balance between negative emotion and positive emotion. And it's really similar to COI versus ROI. If it's all COI, it's just a great idea. If it's all ROI, then there's no interest in it. Well, if it's all positive emotion in your tension, if it's all positive emotions creating that tension, well, then it's just a really good idea, but eh, there's probably not enough in it for them to justify their purchase. It'll feel like a vanity purchase or a vanity decision. Well, if it's all negative emotion then you're likely to tip that point on the scale where you make them feel bad for not doing anything. And people don't like to be guilted into making decisions. They don't like to feel bad about the decision. They don't like to feel shame. And that's what a lot of sales reps push their prospects into. And that's why so many people are so dissatisfied with their buying experiences. So what you have to do is find uh, some balance you're creating tension with both positive and negative emotions. And while the pain of inaction may be greater than the pleasure of success, and you may factor that into your balance, I don't know what your exact ratio is, but if there's too much negative emotion in the deal, that deal is likely to not happen because your prospect is going to feel silly. And you don't want that to be the beginning of your partnership. By the same token, you need to make sure that it's not all positive, right? Because then they aren't going to feel as if they can justify it to the people that they report to. So make sure that there's a healthy balance of your negative and positive emotions in this as you're building your business case. It's not just if you don't make this decision, your business is going to suffer. And it's not just, you know, um, if you do make this decision, you're going to get promoted. There's got to be a healthy balance of both. And if you're not mindful of that, um, you're losing deals that you would otherwise win. Your solutions are better and they deserve you representing them better than you are right now. So those are my thoughts distilled into about 10 minutes or so here on the podcast. Thank you for sharing those last few minutes with me. Next week, we're going to talk about a lesson that I learned very early on in my career, and it's been really powerful for me. And uh, then the week after that, I'm excited to share my conversation with Jeffrey Gittimer with you. Jeffrey was really the first person, and I don't know if he invented this concept, but he certainly distilled it for me. And he was the first one that I heard say, people buy emotionally first and justify their purchases with logic later. And that was very very formative in how I learned to sell and, and how I developed throughout my career. So excited to share that conversation with you in two weeks. I just recorded it the other day and uh, it was a fun one. So um, thank you for being here with me today. Oh, and I almost forgot my kind of, uh, you know, episode ending question for you. Where can you be more cognizant of the emotion you're creating? Whether it's in your prospecting, whether it's in your discovery, whether it's in presentation, where can you be more cognizant of that emotion and where can you build that business case around the cost of inaction? Can you do that in more than one place in your uh, sales process? Is that something you can do throughout your sales process to make sure that there's enough momentum to push this deal all the way through the finish line? 
that's something that if more sales reps would think about it, more sales would be made. Thanks again for being here. I'll talk to you again soon. Rethink the Way You Sell is a Pot About It production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson, with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajoric.